evening and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts and spoops. What's really funny is I'm the one with a British accent and you're drinking tea. I know. Anyway, before I didn't we... Put, I didn't put uh, milk in it, though. That's how you, that's how you drink a, a proper... It's the proper tea. Proper cup of British tea. I'm only drink. I'm trying to get more in the habit of drinking tea when we record because right. I feel like it it helps because the soul. there have been so many podcast episodes we've done where after you leave my throat is just I'm like oh. the next morning I wake up and I'm like I feel like I've been at a concert or your voice something. is gone and, and you're like, like where are you what the hell and I'm Except like oh like... yeah I did a podcast I'm like oh I did a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, dream night. I'm like, does it sound worse whispering it? Or... <laughs> um, so before we get into our wonderful talk of the Chupacabra this evening, let's talk with our sponsor. Calm your body down. That was off key. Oh well. You're like, find a note. Um, <laughs> it's like we I'm done. We need a piano. <laughs> <laughs> burn middle C that bitch yeah. <laughs> bing alright guys I know I have been promising and promising and promising and promising the uh, new blueberry uh, lemon bath bombs they will be coming this Friday I will have the post up I will have them up for sale um, I, I know I've been saying it for probably the last three weeks but if you guys know me well enough uh, that's just what I do uh, it's been procrastination. Um, but yes, definitely this Friday, they will be up on the shop. I'll have everything posted on the social media, um, the social media, the Instagram, um, the gram, the gram. Um, so calm your body down on everything, Etsy, Instagram, um, free shipping on everything. But yes, these will be great for summer. Um, I'm going to be doing a test batch tomorrow. And then, like I said, if everything works out, they will be up for sale on friday so look forward to that um otherwise everything else um treat yourself tuesday with all about the tattoo wax grab some of that that's still available uh the body creams the bath bomb three for 18 sale it's a really good deal um otherwise yeah that's all i've got thanks again calm your body down got it nailed it nailed it Wow, wegboard. It's always the second. Time. Nailed it. <laughs> the Luigi board. The Luigi board. Let me miss. It's gone. The quiche. My eye just the twitched quiche. really hard. The quiche Ooh. board. Wow, wegboard. You said quiche board too hard. You're like my eye. <laughs> my eye was like quiche. <laughs> In quiche, you didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I just. <sighs> it took you. I got it. It just was like. I'm. What? I'm the, the person. Fuck? What was it? What was it? I said the other day. <laughs> was it to you or was it? It was Kai. I said something to Kai, and I. I. It was like that. <laughs> And she was like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> but I don't remember what I said. 
I'm so mad. It was so like, good. It was. It was like the pun was of like all puns. A dad joke on. Oh, a dad million. joke on steroids. Oh my god. So guys, we are going to be talking about the chupacabra tonight, which is exciting. Um, I know some. This is actually a cryptid that Becky and I actually don't believe is real. Excuse Not me. Um. <laughs> I, and I know that could be up for debate. and I All cryptids totally are up for it. debate, though. This is just our opinion. We just don't right. think it's real. 100%. Um, so, um, the, pictures, the picture that I posted today, I really just want to give a shout out to that artist. And I already should have... <laughs> that pulled up because I'm a dumbass. Because um, his... That drawing is absolutely amazing. Um, Diego de la Rosa... That drawing is so fucking sweet, and I was super glad to f have found that, because it just looks creepy. As yeah, there is a lot of uh, Chupacabra art that is insane. Um, and it can be left up to debate. That's the other thing with the Chupacabra, too, because in the folklore, it has been described as lizard-like or dog-like. Mm -hmm. So I've seen several different variations and artwork um that's either that either looks like a dog or uh looks more like a lizard and it's in nine times out of ten if it looks like a dog or looks like a lizard it's by it's usually bipedal yeah if it's in any type of artwork specifically so the chupacabra is literally translates to goat sucker um from the Spanish word chupar, which means to suck, and cabras, which means goats. It's a legendary creature in the folklore of the parts of the Americas, with its first reported sighting in Puerto Rico in 95. The name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. The chupacabra is said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats. So it's a cullen, because it only drinks the blood of animals. <laughs> You're like, I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. Physical descriptions. <laughs> Physical descriptions of the creature vary, which we, we were discussing. Some describes it more dog-like, others are more lizard-like, or actually even alien-like. Yep. As far as consistent features, it is purportedly a heavy creature the size of a small bear with a row of spines reaching from the neck to the base of the tail. It is a porcupine. Eyewitness, eyewitness sightings have been claimed in Puerto Rico and have been since reported as far north as Maine, as far south as Chile, and even outside the Americas in countries like Russia and the Philippines. Many of the reports have been disregarded as uncorroborated or lacking evidence. Sightings in northern Mexico and the southern United States have been verified as canids, did I say that right? Yeah. Is it canids about... or canids? Canids. Uh, wait, I'm looking at the actual breakdown. It's more canid. Because it was canine. Pronounced it's like canine. Yeah. Canids yeah. afflicted by mange, which is what we have discussed that we think it is. According to biologists and wildlife management officials, the chupacabra is an urban legend. There are sightings also found in India by the two, or in 2016 by zoologist Deho Thomas, including... Many in Sri Lanka as well. Yeah, there's actually purportedly a, a YouTube video um, of the one that was seen in Sri Lanka and uh, the one in India that was, they were actually just posted this past year. So um, 
that's been the interesting thing about the chupacabras ever since there were first reported sightings, which was in the early 90s. Um, I'll get into that real quick because uh, where it says the definition of them as far as where the name came from, um, that it became attributed to a Puerto Rican comedian by the name of Saverio Perez, who coined the label in 95 while commenting on attacks on the attacks as a uh, San Juan radio DJ. Um, so those were attacks that were happening at the time in Port, uh, Puerto Rico. So there was actually a, um, there are some really great documentaries on Discovery Plus. Uh, I feel like we need to call, we need contact to call Discovery and Plus and get them as a sponsor. Because every episode you, we're like, Discovery they Plus, Discovery are Plus. so great they are. if you do a podcast like ours because it's got, Even if you're just into this stuff. Or just in, yeah, I, I mean, I'm just specific, specifically speaking for us, mm -hmm. like as far as research purposes, um... Because you have all the major networks out there that air true crime and paranormal shows all in one on one streaming service. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just so easy to search Chupacabra. And I mean, like 12 different, uh, different documentaries and shows popped up. Like Monsters in America, uh, the... Expedition Unknown, the one that um, Josh Gates does. Um, but there was a really interesting one that specifically talked about, which is really crazy in relation to Puerto Rico because it's just an island of um, all these purported sightings since the 90s um, because there aren't really any known predators on Puerto Rico with it being an island unless it would be a predator that was imported. Um, very similar to like Australia. Most of Australia's wildlife and predators are imports mm -hmm. because essentially it's an island, even though it's a continent, it's an island. Um, so same with Puerto Rico. That's why sight sightings being so prevalent there of some type of um, canine or, or beast like thing on two on, you know, bipedal attacking people, attacking kids. Like, it was so crazy because you had to think, like, well, I mean, if that's, if this is true, then what the heck is it? But then the longer I watched it, um, the more I came to believe that, okay, well, then it would make, obviously, there's a lot of people that would have dogs, you know, dogs are going to be an import on Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and um, I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards, if you don't know enough about mange, and what it can do to an animal um and and really any mammal can suffer from mange but it just it's it's sort of more directed towards dogs uh because it's seen really prevalent in dogs it is a horrific disease and it literally drives them insane and they can become very violent and attack people um because you're it's a it's essentially a skin disease and not only does all of their hair fall off they um can even have parts of their skin fall off because it's just essentially you're these little mites and they're just eating away at your skin tissue so your skin becomes dead and 
it just you you you're just essentially one big giant scab and <laughs> they itch constant i mean could you imagine that would if you had an itch a, if your whole entire body constantly itched all the time and you couldn't scratch it or couldn't find any way to relieve it you would be fucking violent. That would drive you fucking crazy. Like I, I mean, I had chicken pox as a kid, and that was same. That was probably uh, the closest, maybe the closest you can get to it. Entire yes. top to bottom covered in them. Couldn't touch them. Couldn't scratch them. I mean, they gave you cream, but it literally just felt like a fucking your own entire body. You just wanted to rip your skin off because it itched so bad. Well, what's similar? Um... Now, the unfortunate thing with mange as well is it can be, uh, it's in humans, it's because it's a mite, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And in humans, um, we get scabies. That's basically the the equivalent. To mange. It's a parasitic mite. Um, Yeah, it says it can infect plants, birds, uh, reptiles. It's, uh, It's basically, it's considered poor condition of the hairy coat due to infection. It's reserved only for pathological mite infestation in non-human mammals. Um, Mite-associated skin diseases, uh, cats, dogs, livestock, sheep can get it, pigs can get it, cows can get it, Um, bears, coyotes, cougars, those are the wild animals that can get it. Um, Typically, if you see it in birds, you'll see them with all their feathers. Mm -hmm. You won't see any feathers on them at all, and their skin will look really scaly. Um... But yeah, it's a, it's a horribly debilitating, and you will see it with a lot of. Um, I follow a Instagram page called the Dodo, and um, they show a lot of animal rescues, and you'll see it specifically with um, a lot of animals that have been uh, like abused or abandoned, or like animals you'll see on the street, like dogs you'll see on the street, and they'll just look like one big giant scab. They won't have any hair at all, and it's mange and. It's been, you know, there's like a separate shampoo you have to use and it's just like a constant, I mean, it's a really awful thing. And, uh, every single, if you Google Chupacabra images, every single image, ones that have been shot, stuffed, caught on camera, whatever, they all look like dogs with mange. And mm-hmm. when their DNA is tested... They're typically, um, one thing that they're seeing, which may, I don't know if it'll be brought up later in the articles, but one thing that, that's been mentioned a lot that I saw in these documentaries was that, um, strays interbreeding with coyotes. So you get these hybrids, you get these intermixes of hybrids who are born with chronic skin conditions. So not only do they have a skin condition already, um, then they develop mange later on because they're abandoned. And mite infestation can even happen early on with puppies too. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, they're seeing a lot of hybrid mixes too. Cause sometimes they'll go like, well, why does it, why even with the skin does it, does its body formation look very strange? Like sometimes the snout can be really long, but the body will be short, like several different things like that, that almost look like people will say, Oh, it looks like a mutation, but no, it's just, essentially you know interspecies but they're both still canines so i mean Mm -hmm. it is it is something that that can happen um but just to go into a a quick history about them again like we said the first reported attack was in 1995 in puerto rico 
Eight sheep were discovered dead, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly completely drained of blood. A few months later in August, an eyewitness named Madeline Tolentino reported seeing the creature in the Puerto Rican town of Canovanas when as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. In 1975, similar killings in the small town of Mocha were attributed to the vampire of Mocha um, called El Vampiro de Mocha. Initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a <laughs> satanic cult. Later, more killings were reported around the island and many, farm reported, many farms reported loss of animal life. Each of the animals were reported to have had its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. That was like during the satanic panic, wasn't it? And see, I feel like that is plausible. Um, I feel, you know, it, it's like aliens and even the chupacabra have always been attributed to um, cattle mutilations and farm, you know, farm animal mutilations, but more specifically um, blood draining but um that is true i mean there there are it, it, and i i feel like those are more readily attributed to uh rituals than more people want to believe honestly yeah. um because we could get into a whole fucking thing about it but obviously uh you know church of satan is different than satanists is different than this um there are hexing rituals that use blood and animal parts. There are voodoo rituals. There are hoodoo witch rituals. There are, and not, and it's not all the time. Now, if you're, if you're killing the animal, that's bad. That's obviously something that's being used for dark magic, but um, there have been uh, hexing rituals that have used cow's tongues. Typically, if anything, if it's a tongue, it's a hexing ritual because tongues are always, you know, if you're wanting to silence an enemy, if someone's talking about you, if someone is slandering your name and you want them hexed, then you get the tongue of an animal and that's put through some type of ritual. Um, if someone broke your heart, if a partner hurt you, left you, abused you, whatever, then you would get a cow heart, a sheep's heart, some type of animal heart. And then the heart of that animal would be put through some type of ritual um any any various body part of the animal is used in a specific way correlating to what the hexing ritual or banishment or whatever you would word you know you would like to use for it is used i'm more inclined to believe that a lot of these cases with the animal mutilations and the cattle mutilations specifically are more uh ritual related i you know i think people just say satanic to throw a word on it i i don't like to say satanic because it's almost like using the word crazy it's such a broad term it's like what is crazy what is satanic you ask one person they're going to give you a different definition than the other so that's why i like to bring up other uh cultures and religions and beliefs that also use animal parts in their practices like I said, you know, witches, uh, voodoo, hoodoo, different, different cultures. Um, but, uh, if you're outright killing the animal and causing the animal harm, because a lot of times 
modern day witches that use animal parts and hexing rituals you can just go to a fucking butcher and buy a cow's tongue for god's sake it's gonna look a little weird but a lot of people eat cow's tongue and they don't have to know your business anyway but um yeah it's not really whoa it's not like you're gonna walk into a store and be like excuse me can i get a towel tongue towel <laughs> tongue yes towel kung nailed it cow tongue for my hexing ritual for this evening Somebody's been talking shit, so I gotta <laughs> do some stuff. Gotta slap him around to it. a cow's tongue. Um, Imagine being slapped by a cow tongue. So yeah, I I know of not personally, but I know of several people that use animal parts and rituals, and you can just go to a fucking butcher shop. You don't have to if you're if you're out there killing and torturing the animal for a sacrifice or for the parts to use in a ritual for some type of whatever that's automatically dark magic because now you've killed something so that's yeah that's automatically dark in itself but i personally believe i just feel like there's been too many and then when you name the areas i feel like specifically puerto rico a lot of areas that are really steeped in if you look in Puerto Rico and Mexico specifically, and these uh, Spanish countries, a lot of Catholicism and a lot of old, you know, this is Latin Catholicism. So this is steeped in a lot of rituals, a lot you of get very biblical old with that world, kind of stuff. old world, yeah, old world beliefs. Um, and I think it's more likely that the counter of that is you would have people that are also deep, deep Satanists. I mean, you know, Richard Ramirez, it's not unlikely that in a lot of these Latin countries and in Mexico and in these areas where on one hand, you've got deep, deep, deep rooted beliefs in God on the other hand, you would have deep, deep rooted beliefs in the devil or, you know, that that Christian concept of the devil, Satan or whatever. It would be the the exact the yin from the yang, the exact opposite from the good to the evil. So would make so when you when you take that into account, look at where you're seeing chupacabra sightings in Latin American countries. So I, I just. I, I think it makes sense. I, I think mean, it makes perfect sense. Well, and then same thing with the alien thing. You think about Skinwalker Ranch. How close is that to the Mexican border? Where they're seeing all of these animal mutilations. Isn't and what's being and what's being taken. Yeah, but I mean it's it's close to that. It's that southern border of Utah. Yeah. To uh what is that, Nevada? New, New Mexico. New Mexico. Um, I was like, I'm forgetting my I'm United kind of States geography. geography. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and I think, and when you look at uh, like what goes missing in those animals, it just make you know an eyeball, a tongue. It's usually ritualistic. It's very specific parts. things that can be used in rituals. It's ritual parts, parts. But yeah, if it's an eyeball, a tongue, a heart, something like that, that's very specific. That's being used. That's being used in a ritual. I, I can just tell you right now. It, it's it, it very much, very. Could much you imagine so is. being the person who's using that shit for the rituals, and they're like, "Oh, we got them thinking it's a chupacabra." That's that's actually fucking hilarious. Honestly, <laughs> I think that's really funny that there's some 
they're out there like that was us i mean we ain't gonna say shit but these dumbass think it's some goat sucking dog with mange let them think or let them think it's an alien or skinwalker or what the fuck ever yeah we can just keep doing this um so it goes on to say that um yeah the small circular incisions on the body um, and again, the Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur uh, Silverio Perez is credited with specifically coining the term chupacabra as soon as the first incidents were reported to the press. Shortly after um, the first reported incidences in Puerto Rico, other animal deaths were reported in the Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Colombia, uh, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua. Panama, Peru, Brazil, the U.S., and Mexico. In October and December of 2018, now it should be specified that I, again, like I mentioned, in the U.S., it's always southern states closer to the Mexican border, like a lot in Texas. Um, in October and December of 2018, there came many reports of a suspected, uh, or suspected chupacabras, plural, in Manipur, India. Many domestic animals and poultry were killed in suspicious manners similar to other chupacabra attacks. And several people were reported reported they had seen them. However, forensic experts opined that street dogs were responsible for mass killing of domestic animals and poultry after studying the remnants of a corpse. Again, dogs. In October of 2019, a video recorded by Mundo Ovina showed the results of a supposed attack on chickens in the Sebru, Seburoquillo sector of Lares, Puerto, uh, Puerto Rico. So apparently you, you a had, lot of... You had it for me. I was like, yes, That's yes. fucking word. Um, apparently a lot, again, like a lot of sightings in Puerto Rico, but it should also be mentioned too that there is a very large amount of abandoned stray dogs on Puerto Rico. A lot. There's actually a lot of people in America that adopt... Uh, dogs from puerto rico ecuador that's another thing that should be mentioned in a lot of these uh because i just thought about that because it was uh steve-o <laughs> steve-o from jackass i just saw him on a podcast and he just adopted a dog from ecuador he had gone to ecuador and the dog it was either ecuador or peru one or the other um peru i'm sorry it was peru there was a dog abandoned and uh that he just fell in love with and adopted the dog and brought the dog back here. And the dog like basically sat on his lap for the first, like the dog would not, and it was a big dog. It just like would not leave him. That dog is so attached to him now. Big dogs think they're little and small um, dogs think they're big. So, I mean, that's another thing you have to take into account in a lot of these countries too, especially like, you know, Peru, Brazil, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, there are large amounts of stray dogs. There are so many. I mean, they just they just run the streets. They really do. Just packs of them, of these abandoned dogs. And uh, poor babies. I mean, that, that really breaks my heart. Because these dogs are wild. And if they develop any type of diseases like this and get, you know, and specifically something like mange and... Um, they start attacking people and attacking, you know, livestock. And now they're being mistaken for some type of monster. Um, a lot of times they're just being killed. Like I know on the Southern, Southern borders of Texas, a lot of the ones in the U S that have been shot, they're just, 
nobody even considers thinking that it's a dog. They're just automatically shot. Yeah. Because people don't know what they are. If you're not automatically familiar with what an animal looks like with mange, you're not going to know what the fuck it is. Nope. Yeah. So. So a five-year investigation by Benjamin Radford, documented in 2011, in his book, Tracking the Chupacabra, concluded that the description given by the original eyewitness, Madeline Tolentino, was based on the creature Sill in the 95 science fiction horror film Species. The alien creature Sill is nearly identical to Tolentino's Chupacabra eyewitness account, and she had seen the movie before her report. It was a creature that looked like a chupacabra with spines on its back and all. The resemblance to the chupacabra was really impressive, Tolentino reported. Radford revealed that Tolentino believed that the creatures and events she saw in species were happening in reality in Puerto Rico at the time. And before concludes that the most important chupacabra description cannot be trusted. This Radford believes seriously undermines the credibility of the chupacabra as a real animal. In addition, the reports of blood sucking by the chupacabra were never confirmed by a necropsy. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> the only way to conclude that the animal was drained of blood. An analysis by a veterinarian of 300 reported victims of the chupacabra found that they had not been held dry. Held. Bled dry. Radford divided the chupacabra reports into two categories. The reports from Puerto Rico and Latin America, where animals were attacked and it is supposed their blood was extracted. The reports in the United States of mammals, mostly dogs and coyotes, with mange that people call chupacabra due to their unusual appearance. In late October of 2010, University of Michigan biologist Barry O'Connor concluded that all the chupacabra reports in the United States were simply coyotes infected with the parasite Sarcoptes scabi, whose symptoms would explain most of the features of the chupacabra. They would be left with little fur, thickened skin, and a rank odor. O'Connor theorized that the attacks on the goats occurred. Because these animals are greatly weakened, so they're going to have a hard time hunting. So they must be forced into attacking livestock because it's easier than running down a rabbit or deer. Although several witnesses came to the conclusion that the attacks could not be the work of dogs or coyotes because they had not eaten the victim, this conclusion is incorrect. Both dogs and coyotes can kill and not consume their prey, either because they are inexperienced due to injury or difficulty in killing. The prey can survive the attack and die afterwards from internal bleeding or circulatory shock. The presence of the two holes in the neck corresponding with the canine teeth are to be expected since this is the only way the most land carnivores have to catch their prey. There are reports of stray Mexican hairless dogs being mistaken for chupacabras. Evidence reveals that the creature could be a new species of fossa, in, at, fossa as in India rather than other countries. Yeah, a fossa is a cat-like carnivorous mammal um, Same. that is right. Um, its species is uh, only is specifically native to Madagascar, so they think it may have. Um, you know, a lot of t if we we always forget, a lot of people forget that all of our continents at one time were connected into a large supercontinent called Pangaea. So a lot of we the animals that free right? with education can fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you. Once those, once our continents broke off, that there were still, spe that's why there are species of animals that are, I mean, like, how would you explain that we have marsupials here when really the only known marsupials are in Australia? Like, we have possums. Possums are marsupials. But we don't have any other marsupials native here in America. They're all in Australia. So how would you explain how you can have one species of animal somewhere 
but then have the same species somewhere else. So it would make it would make sense, um, you know, because that's that's always the really great thing about cryptids that I love is that the search that there could possibly be another species of something else out there that's either undiscovered or thought long extinct for however many years. Mm -hmm. So I've always loved that concept about a cryptid, that it could either be something extinct or just a brand new species of something that we don't know. We don't know about. So that would be really fascinating with the chupacabra. I'm sorry about that. Like I said, I'm just more inclined. I never get computer notifications and the one motherfucking time that it happened I didn't hit mute. Sorry, everybody. Like, I feel bad for Do you know what that made me think of? I want to hum this tune, and I want to see if you can get it. You know, don't you? And I took a drink right when you did it, too, because I was like, oh my fucking god. fucking ringed. You know what that's from, right? Yeah. Jurassic Park 3. I, yes! The stupid fucking satellite phone. When they're like driving down the river and then all of a sudden there's Not only is it annoying shit. as fuck already. But that's why I said I hate that fucking ringtone. Because not only is it annoying as fuck already, it just, it's a constant through the whole fucking movie. Well, eventually they're like, didn't that one guy have it on him? And they're like, yeah. And then they and you hear it and ringing. The fucking Spinosaurus is standing right there with it, and it's it's ringing inside of them. Brilliant. This I'm is like, why Jurassic Park three rules. Also, I don't know who fucking makes satellite phones, but if those things can withstand the inside of a fucking dinosaur, they probably sold. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Good job. I didn't shit myself. Did, so well, that, and that it didn't well. blow out everybody's eardrums. I did it. I was like, so that's a that's a double plus. <laughs> double plus. It is good. It did very well. Very but seriously, good. it even survived in the shit. So I'm saying they had to dig through the shit. And I wonder the, how much the big like creative source comes over here, and they're all like, "Oh fuck!" And that thing took one sniff and was like. And then, like, walked away, and I'm like, that's what I gotta do, just be covered in dino That's what I'm wondering, how much, like, I'm like, who makes fucking satellite phones? Those things will withstand anything. They were Nokias. They had to have been. I mean, the Titanic crashed into a Nokia They literally had to have been. Because Nokias will withstand anything, right? Titanic crashed. Titanic. Anything. I've seen Titanic (laughs) 2. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Um... So the appearance, I'm so sorry, I have my nose. Here we go. The most common description is a reptile-like creature said to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back. It's said to approximately three to... It is said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands and hops in a fashion similar to that of a kangaroo. Bitch. 
Am I the only one sitting here thinking about a bearded dragon just hopping on its legs? I I don't know why that would terrify me. A four foot tall bearded dragon that can hop like a kangaroo. That actually sounds fucking terrifying. I'm not even going to lie. You know, they actually came to the conclusion that raptors are that tall. Like, mm-hmm. you know how they would they were talking about how raptors were like five to seven feet tall. When in reality, they actually found out that they were only like two to four feet. Yeah, they would always make them out to be like you could look like it would look a man, like a six foot tall man face. straight in the eye. But actually, no, more like a toddler. Still scary. Scary, but makes them less scary. Yeah. Still one of my favorites. But still scary. Yeah. Another common description of the chupacabra is a strange breed of wild dog. This form is mostly hairless and has a pronounced spinal ridge, unusually pronounced eye sockets, fangs, and claws. Unlike conventional predators, the chupacabra is said to drain all of the animal's blood, sometimes organs which is exactly what Becky was talking about, usually through three holes in the shape of a downwards-pointing triangle, but sometimes through only one or two holes. Also, triangles are another thing that's very specific to certain rituals. Yes. Um, so that's also not surprising. Um, I mean, like, it can be satanic, it might not be. You know, like, I understand, like, that you're... My brain went straight to the paranormal activity triangle, which probably most people's did. The circle with the triangle in it, which is the portal. Well, yeah, just the three three but, points in general is usually seen as something ritualistic. Mm-hmm. The number three, um, right. a triangle, is seen seen just that that number that symbol is prevalent in a lot of different cultures, religions, rituals. Um, but I do like touching on what uh, Benjamin Rafford had said, and even going back to what I had mentioned in Puerto Rico and in these Latin American countries, where um, there was blood, there was blood extracted or uh, organs removed. That I think that those mutilations in that in those areas are specifically related more to rituals, whereas sightings in the U.S. In the southern states, there weren't so much animal attacks as there were more sightings of this of the specific chupacabras. Because that was something that was interesting too. That talking going back to that thing I watched on Discovery Plus, specifically in Puerto Rico, there were a lot of attacks. Any areas in Latin American countries, specifically in Puerto Rico, they were all geared toward these really mysterious animal attacks. There were very few actual sightings of the creature itself. But there were a lot of these attacks where there would be puncture puncture wounds, blood missing, organs missing. So that was automatically contributed to a chupacabra. Whereas in America, these sightings of these hairless dogs were just automatically given the name chupacabra because of the way that they looked. There was just really no other way to describe them. and again, obviously, if you didn't know what a dog with severe mange would look like, or a coyote with severe mange would look like, a woo, um, a woo, a woo, a woo, makes me think about baby coyote. They're so cute. They're adorable. Um, Especially so they're when they're ripping some... my face off. So there's <laughs> related. I'm like just totally she went, rip, yes. just totally ripped my face off. So um, there is a similar urban legend of a large bear-like animal called the Ozark Howler, which is related to uh, Arkansas folklore. 
Um, in this tradition, it is a creature that's a that's bear-like with gray-colored shaggy coat. In 2015, an Arkansas television station reported that it had received photos purported to be images of the creature. Um, they had contacted the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, who responded that they had no claims or sightings of the creature, that it was all a hoax. Uh, however, they did record calls to the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission in the fall of 2014, the year before, revealing reported sightings of the beast in Benton County, Arkansas. Um, also on October of 2014, a recorded emergency call received by the Game and Fish Commission uh, indicates that a mo motorist had collided with an unidentifiable uh, mammal later that evening. Um, the recorded phone conversation reveals that armed state wildlife officers were immediately dispatched to investigate a bear-sized animal running um, up a road in this area. So there was only those few reports between 2014 and 2015, but um, it was a, it was essentially very, very similar to a chupacabra, except that it was more bear-like instead of dog-like. Um, there are mythical creatures in Chile called a puchin. Um, they're considered shape-shifting creatures that are typically described as uh, gigantic flying snakes that uh, paralyze their intended victims that, and then permit them to suck their blood. They sometimes even eat the meat instead of just sucking the blood. So that's been another related animal to a chupacabra. Um, this actually may have originated from a vampire bat because they're local to that region of Chile. Um, in the Philippines, they also have a creature that shares uh, descriptions of the chupacabra called a singbin or singbean. Um, it's known, it's a creature in uh, Filipino mythology that is known to come out at night and suck the blood of its victims. It is said to walk backwards with its head lowered between its hind legs. Fuck! have the ability that. to become <laughs> visible to other creatures, especially humans. It resembles a hornless goat, but has very large ears, which can clap like a pair of hands and long, flexible tail that can be used as a whip. It also emits a terrible odor, just like... All of this just sounds like a fucking... No, all sounds terrible. I never want to um, see anything fucking walk backwards with its head behind its leg or in between its legs. Any of those things. Fuck off. I literally don't <laughs> want to see any of those things at all. Um, specifically in Texas, where I mentioned that there were reports of chupacabra, there was some. There were a lot of livestock attacks in a town um, called Elmen Elmendorf, Texas. So this is actually. Again, it's in southern Texas, um, very close to the Mexican border. So there were all these animal attacks, and um, someone had killed what they believed to be a Mexican hairless dog, and a lot of people linked it to the legend of the Chupacabra. So there, it was in 2004 that this rancher killed what was termed the Elmendorf Beast, and after experts at the San Antonio Zoo could not conclusively identify the creature, the DNA was later um, analyzed at the University of California and said that it was a coyote um, that had mange, but that it was not a Mexican hairless dog. Um, so then there were two similar carcasses that were discovered in Texas later after this. 
that had very severe cases of mange and they were also identified as coyotes. So any, any bodies or carcasses that were found specifically in Texas have all been traced back to coyotes, coyotes with mange um, or coyote dog hybrids with mange. So, uh, or even, even wolf coyote hybrids with mange. Wyote. So, Wiley. So if you don't know, like I said, if people are not familiar with what, if you look up, if you Google image chupacabra and then Google image a dog or a coyote with mange, that's exactly what they look like. It's exactly what they look like. And really at the end of the day, it's a very sad, sad thing because these thought, you know, these animals are suffering and at the end of the day and, and you know, really the only reasons why they, that, that they're becoming violent is because they are suffering. So getting into, um, some, uh, the popularity of Chupacabra in the media, obviously it would be as soon as it, you know, took on a life of its own. It's been on several, like, like I said, there were so many, uh, probably a dozen, maybe 10 to 12, documentaries on discovery plus alone about the chupacabra um again ones that talked about the ones in texas ones that talked specifically about the sightings in the 90s in puerto rico there were so many um uh one show i think they actually were actively looking for a chupacabra so uh yeah there's been several over the years um i would not suggest watching any movies like fictional movies based on the chupacabra oh my god i tell, googled tell them tell them so tubi <laughs> has a lot of them god love tubi i mean in all reality yes god love tubi i've been seeing tubi commercials recently it is one of the best free movie apps to ever have it really it is, is fucking incredible it i is. suggest if you don't have tubi i don't know what you're doing with your life because you don't have to pay for it it's a hundred percent free and it has got it's got fucking everything on it but just like amazon prime where it has the gems it has the total fucking train wreck dumpster fires and every there were probably about five different chupacabra movies on there i only watched one that's all you needed um biggest waste of my life that's all she wrote an hour and 20 minutes i can never get back ever um worse than the turning hands down worse and you guys have heard us talk you know about how, how much we hate that was. movie this single-handedly was the worst movie i've ever seen in my life um it was called chupacabra territory um it was fucking terrible it was just terrible it was found footage it was it was the worst found one the worst found footage film i've ever seen the worst horror i think it's just single-handedly the worst film i've ever seen like <laughs> There was not one redeeming quality. The acting was bad. And you guys know, I mean, for God's sakes, we have, we have, we have interviewed indie film directors. I am all for independent films. I'm all for found Absolutely. footage films. I'm all for people, you know, I mean, for God's sake, guys, if you have not listened, if you didn't listen to our podcast with Ricky Umberger, I'm so sorry if I butchered your last name, Ricky, you're amazing. Um, he had never made a film before and those found footage films or fear footage films. I'm sorry. The fear well, footage, found films, footage, fear footage, <laughs> right? Those fear footage films are fucking incredible. I don't care what 
anybody says. For someone who's never done it, I, the concept, the acting, the storyline, it, it, it nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. I mean, obviously you can pick apart whatever, whatever, you know, but at the end of the day, for someone who had never done anything before, first movie out, completely independent, completely low budget, fucking nailed it. This movie had like major effects and oh my god <laughs> everything the acting was awful the storyline was terrible the the when they finally showed what the chupacabra was supposed to be was fucking awful i don't even know i literally don't even know i have no idea at one point they tried to mix like witchcraft in it and they had a necronomicon like book that was bound in chupacabra skin and there were like rituals you could get in it and this girl got possessed by a chupacabra so it, so it can possess people apparently and can we talk about can we stop doing that can we can stop, stop making that? everything about demons and possession when it has I'm nothing to do with really demons and possessions it literally didn't even need like that one there. found footage movie that we fucking hated too where it ended up being a satanic cult. Can we just, can we, can the we stop? The Monster Project, was that it? No, it's the one that, it was that guy that was like making a film and then he ended up, like he brought his friends to sacrifice them to this satanic oh, cult. God. Oh God. You know what one I'm talking about? I don't remember yes, the damn name of it. Yes, that building and it, yes. I, oh Hold my on. God, it was so I have to find the name bam. of it. Um, but yeah, for the love of God, don't watch Chupacabra Territory. Just don't. Just don't watch it. It's so fucking awful. And I don't care, sir. I, I'm I'm calling it out. The director's name is Matt McWilliams. Sir, I will not be watching any fucking movies you do from here on out. I will not watch a single fucking movie that's made by you. First Summoning. That's it. First summoning. I don't so know why I can never remember the so name of that movie. Disappointed. But I was so it's disappointed. So bad. Um Chupacabra <laughs> territory is just disappointing all the way around. It is so bad. It's just literally there's not one fucking redeeming quality about that movie. It was a piece of garbage. I fucking hated it. I fucking hated everything about it. As a 14% rotten tomatoes, that is being way too fucking nice. Um guys. I have watched, this is worse than Asylum films, and I have seen Titanic 2 twice. It's not that bad. I mean, I was really stoned. That helped a lot. But <laughs> me watching Troll 2, like, oh, this Titanic 2 is not, I mean, it's got a pretty, didn't they just rebuild the thing and no, do it again? No, it, no. They, okay, well, they kind of, so they built it was actually kind of cool because they used the inter interior shots of the Queen Mary. So that was kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, interior and exterior shots. So it was kind of cool. But um, so essentially it was about this guy who was, uh, he was a Coast Guard. And then he had a bunch of money and left and invested it in building in a Titanic 2. And his ex worked on the ship with him. Well, his ex, his ex's dad was a Coast Guard and was explaining that, um, it wasn't just an iceberg, but there was, it wasn't just an iceberg. There was actually a piece of a glacier had broken off 
and it was causing a giant tidal wave. So it was sort of like a mix between Titanic and the Poseidon Adventure <laughs> um, because it capsized. So it was, I mean, I kind of like it was better than Chupacabra territory. Trust fucking what? Look, <laughs> I will bet someone. I will bet someone. I don't even. I don't even have fifty dollars, but I am putting it down right now. Becky Gremlin is betting anyone out there fifty fucking dollars. Watch Titanic two and watch Chupacabra territory, and motherfucking tell me that Titanic two wasn't a better movie. And it's it's pretty bad, but. Way better. <laughs> Way better. It actually had some redeeming qualities. Chupacabra territory, I I I single-handedly don't have one nice thing to say about that movie. Not one. Piece of shit. The first five minutes I wanted everybody to die. Immediately. But but some, I the some movies like cast that to die. is good though, because Unfriended is like well, that. Unfriended worked. This yeah. didn't. I wasn't even happy when they died. Like, I wasn't... You literally were to the point where you were like, just fucking die already. I literally don't even care at this point anymore. And what really pissed me off, too, is the beginning tried to make it look like, like, they tried to set up this whole story where they're like, this video footage was released because of the Freedom of Information Act from the Department of Justice investigating it. So it had this whole setup and then left you with this. <laughs> it was just. Just atrocious. Oh my God. And that bet stands. I'm serious. I will pay that 50 fucking dollars out. Whoever fucking tells me. No, I thought you have a cover territory. I might even take that bet because I ain't ever seen either of them. I'll take it. Even though I know I'm probably going to like Titanic 2 more. Because me and it's, you are way too similar with that shit. It's but. just so much better. <laughs> it's just so... And it's not even good. And it's so... You're like, it sucks. When a movie better. is not even good, but it's so much better than the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. Do you know what's a really good movie you haven't watched yet? What? Am I not pretty I know. enough? I know, and I fucking need to. Is my heart too broken? Because I'm gonna have to prepare myself. Do I cry too much. It's one of those movies. Am I too? <laughs> and I've explained to you because it's one of those movies that I I know how incredibly fucked up it's gonna be, but I need to mentally prepare myself before I watch it. Because there's just some movies like that, and you know don't what I'm talking kiss. about. At least they don't kiss. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll give them, I'll give them that. Mother and father, mother and father, <laughs> father and daughter don't Whoop. kiss. So there's, they almost do, but it gets interrupted. So I'm like, I was so uncomfortable during that scene because Danielle came home and she came home like towards the beginning, and she's like, "What in the fuck are you watching?" And I'm like, "It's called The Loved Ones, and it's so good." And it's so interesting. So she like, actually sorry, like put her she put her stuff down, came over and sat down and watched it with me. And it got to that part where they almost kissed, and me and her were like, ah, ah. You're like, please ah. don't do this. Please don't do this. Yeah, guys, Asylum made Sharknado. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there are Asylum films single handedly that I've watched that are so much better than what Chupacabra territory is. As bad as Sharknado and, is, it's a, it's iconic. Oh, I would. <laughs> I would much, I would, I would much rather watch Transmorphers. I would rather watch that. 
What the shooter. fuck is Transformers? It's a, it's a knockoff of Transformers. That's this is what Asylum. That's what Asylum does. Oh, they're called uh, mock busters. Mm. So they take their low budget direct to video and they mock titles of big blockbuster movies. That makes sense. So uh, and again, I would I would much rather I would watch Transformers. Transmorphers, robots in disguise. Handedly, there are so many. There's so many. Uh, the apocalypse is supposed to be like Deep Impact. I'd rather watch that. Um, yeah, single. I had to have you, her. I will go through every Asylum film and just go. Yeah, I'd rather watch this and this. I had to have her talk about this movie this. because she watched it today and she has been going on and on. Yes, right. Watch it yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. fucking terrible. Oh my god. I just was. I can't I can't stop talking about it because <laughs> I've never seen anything that bad. And I mean I've seen bad. I mean we've, we've talked we've about it. We've seen some we've, shit. You have. I have. We have together. We've seen some pretty awful fucking movies, but this one, my god, I. Mm, Mm. Well, because I mean, it didn't even have anything. Because you know how many now? How many? We did a whole fucking podcast episode about how some movies are so promising and the ending sucks. The beginning is so promising, and the ending you're like, really, really, never this forgive one, last exorcism. Never, never forgive. Oh, never fucking ever. incredible and I paid, concept. I paid money and watched that in the fucking theater. Fucking incredible. That's concept, why I and they never, just fucked it up. I'll never forgive him for that. Because I want my goddamn money back. Like, I still want my money back. That it's it's worse when you pay the money and you see it in a theater and you're disappointed. That I, that's like a, a whole level of disappointment. Yes. If you watch it at home, it's one thing. You pay you pay hard-earned, good fucking money, and you're all hyped, and then you get to the end and you're like. Literally the end of the turning. Oh, wait, sorry, there wasn't one. How many people? Did... We literally it, it ended. Everybody in the entire theater went, huh? Like, I was like, is it actually? People over? sat there were like, is this it? How many people actually just were like, let's let's wait. We did. Yeah, we waited. I we was like, is this actually happen? the ending? Let's just say that uh, what was it? The haunting of Bly Manor got. The turning of the screw way fucking bad. If you and don't want to just read, to add if you don't want to read the turning of the screw, just watch the haunting of Bly Manor and don't watch the turning. It it and then to it, add the chef's kiss of and then they the yeah, lesbian and then they story. add a whole nother just, element mm. with thank you. Um don't watch the turning. Uh <laughs> just don't. But it's just um, so funny because when she first walked in and she looked at her and I was like Is this about to get gay? <laughs> Bless. Is this about to get gay? Because mm, you're like, I think this is gonna get gay. And Danielle was like, "Mm, I don't. And I'm like, Oh, I knew it. Who's 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 a lesbian in here? I I catch on gay energy very easily. I I'm like, first of all, she's wearing overalls. Gay. Second of all, look at the way I feel attacked. I know. (laughs) My girlfriend likes overalls as well. I was like attacked. my girlfriend also likes overalls gay. Um, so, which is actually funny because she's, you're both pan. <laughs> so, so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And then the way she looked at her when she walked in, the way she, the way she looked at her, I was like, she went, 
I, yeah. Without going... <laughs> you guys can't see what I'm doing. It was very obvious. It was very obvious. It was extremely obvious. But yeah, I will never... It's... it's. I just don't know which is worse. Something that starts off so promising and then they crush you with the ending or something that just starts off like crap. In the middle, it's crap. Definitely the crap. And it ends Because at least crap. it's all shit. It's so disappointing when you're so you're right. hype and you're watching it. Because you're, you're invested. Like, amazing. Because you're invested. Yeah, because you, yeah, you, you're I invested. Lost, yeah. It lost me halfway through. I was you like, didn't give a shit so anymore. So by the time it ended, you were like, whatever, the fuck. Yeah. It but got when you're so in fucking, a movie, you're, right. and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. You're the right. ending's just like, <laughs> Bitch, you thought. <laughs> you wanted a good ending? I think what really pissed me off, going back to Last Exorcism, I think what really pissed me off is that that fucking director... Everybody were like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, I stand by my ending. Suck a dick. <laughs> Your ending was trash. Dick, suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a motherfucking dick, suck a dick, suck a dick, huge or small dick. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I was vibing. He, he totally, <laughs> seriously, because I, I don't know how you could stand behind that ending. There's not one redeeming quality about that ending at no. all. No. Well, you know, it's interesting. He hasn't done... What has he done since? What have you, what have you, <laughs> what have done, you done since, sir? Okay, well, you did... Oh. What? Ew. No, that was a TV show. That wasn't the movie. Never. Fine. <laughs> um, I was like, I've never even heard of this. Uh, okay, he directed one... So he. it looks like he went on to TV shows... I guess movies, I guess he lost all like fucking movies. Failed. So he went to he did he directed one episode of screen of the screen series. Oh, the MTV one. Yeah, he directed one episode of Fear the Walking Dead. He directed one episode of a horror anthology series on Hulu called Into the Dark, and he directed. I guess there's going to be a new show on CBS called Them. It's and on Prime. About aliens. Oh, it's on Prime. He directed it's, one episode it's this, of that. It's this, epi- it's this oh, okay. show he directed that was... directed one episode of that. So I guess he, yeah. Well, he has a very good track record. I love that after that movie, he literally just went into shows, and it's he like he didn't even one... direct the sequel. The last remember they made two? a sequel, and he didn't even direct the sequel. I am so shocked. That movie ended up grossing sixty-seven million dollars over a one-point-eight million-dollar budget. I wow. Like, what's the What's the IMDb rating on the first one? Uh oh, oh it's a five point seven. Oh, okay. The okay, second okay. one's got a four point zero. Oof. That's pretty fucking rough. The ending was just so bad. I don't even know. And I have no, I literally have not a fucking clue of what happened in the sequel because I didn't I watch didn't it. watch the sequel. I was I, way too mad at the ending of the first I one. I have no idea. It 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 pissed me off. It just the first one made me so upset that I was just like, I'm I'm I can't do this. I'm like, I'm not watching this. I'm not going to waste my time. Fucking disappoint me again. But yeah, don't... Anything about the Chupacabra, watch documentaries, don't watch any movies. None of them looked like they had any redeeming qualities. And then I was getting ready to watch one, 
indigenous you told, yeah you told me it was called no. indigenous if anybody's seen that i'm sorry i didn't even bother to watch it she said she watched 20 minutes of it and was like don't watch it and i was like okay thank you you saved me from another waste of life because i just i was like i can't yeah. do this again you know like it will physically drain it will like you watch a movie so bad it like fucks up your whole day it like drains you mentally, I'm like, physically. <laughs> yeah, you're... am I not pretty enough? And then remember I told you I watched some stupid. Now this one I don't even remember what it was called. I got twenty minutes into some god awful Bigfoot movie on TV Ho- and I was... hoax, hoax. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Nobody watched that either. I got twenty minutes into that and I was like, "What the fuck is this garbage?" I was like, "I can't take another bad movie today." To me, to me. I can't take another bad movie today. I'm like, this is wearing on my mental health. I can't do this. Um, I was like, I can't do it. The best Bigfoot oh movie. Yes, yeah, a three point eight. Oh God, it's, the best Bigfoot. That's being movie nice. I've ever seen, found footage wise. Honestly, would either have to be exists. Or the Lost Coast tapes. The Lost Coast tapes was so. Ex- both of them. Both of them were so good. Exists, honestly, would probably have to be my favorite. That one. This is really good. And the one. The one Willow that Creek. ended up turning into Resident Evil. Like, I don't remember what that one was called. Oh, I can't remember. Willow Creek was really good, too. Willow Creek was really for good. A, for a found footage Bigfoot. They have done found footage Bigfoot right. Yeah. Most of them. Most of them that I've seen, I've actually genuinely enjoyed. Yeah. I, same. Same. There have been very few that I have not, that I have not liked. Yeah. That, that's typically a concept they, they nail pretty well. I mean, but if it's bad, it's bad. But if they, if they do it well, they do it well. Yeah. But exist exists is absolutely fucking phenomenal. They, they really, really did a good job with that one. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, don't don't watch any Chupacabra movies. Mm-hmm. I just I had to mm-hmm. I had to let her talk about that because I was like, this is oh fucking my bullshit. god, that's why I said like I've watched Asylum films, like <laughs> I know how. Actually, I will tell you one Asylum film that actually wasn't that bad, and I think I either bought it at a garage sale or the <laughs> was um their knockoff of Paranormal Activity. I think it's called Paranormal Entity. It's actually not that bad. I've seen that one. You know what I'm talking about? It's not bad. It's a family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it's like a whole family. It's actually not it's terrible. It really wasn't that bad. It's not terrible. I was like, wow, okay, okay. I mean, when I watch it again, probably not. Probably no. But I it know. is worth but seeing once. It was, it was, I, it was 50 cents. So, you know, I. Sometimes you just gotta. That was a gem for 50 cents. It was worth it. For 50 cents? Would have even probably paid a dollar. A whole ass dollar. Just saying. You know, an extra 50 cents in there. <laughs> for interest. Are you a bank loan? Because <laughs> oh. you have my interest. Okay. I um. <laughs> a bank. I'm sorry. I did too. <laughs> Fucking TikTok. TikTok. TikTok is a death pit that swallows you whole. Um, anyway, so... It did it to me today when I was supposed to be taking a nap, but then I took a nap. I had a lot of things to do today, but you know what I did instead? I, I took, took a nap! nap. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what the fuck I did today! 
nap. Oh my god. Fucking dead. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I mean, there are days I'll be at work and I'm like, I'm gonna go home and watch something I've never seen before. It sits down in my chair, gets on TikTok at 7 p.m. Looks at my time again, and it's 11. I'm like, time isn't real. Lesbian TikTok is a trap. It is a fallen into that hole. Time (laughs) doesn't exist. Time is relative. Time isn't real. It just isn't real. Because why does three hours go by like that? Why does it like Thanos snap? And three hours have gone. Not to mention the it's, fact that each TikTok video is either 15 seconds or a minute long. And right. when you put it in that perspective, and then you're like, I watched <laughs> TikToks for four fucking hours. Like, let's, okay, let's math this shit. And see, I'm bad because I so go back 60 and forth TikToks and reels. Because my reels al- algorithm is, I guess, the same as my TikTok algorithm. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can't math. Sorry. So 60 <laughs> minutes divided by... So you're you're legitimately watching 60 to 100 TikTok videos an hour. Because if they're a minute long... Why'd you have to do the math like that? Because if... Okay, so if they're a minute long, that's 60 minutes. That's 60. Most of them aren't a minute. Most of them are 15 seconds. And if you put it in that perspective, then you're fucking watching four TikTok videos a minute, which means you're watching 240 TikTok videos an hour. And what the fuck? So if you're watching for four hours, you've watched almost a thousand TikTok videos in four hours and you're welcome. Why do you have to call everybody out like that? Because I'm calling my fucking self out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the mirror. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, of course, you know, I find the ones that I have to send you and my girlfriend and, you know, Danielle and everybody else who I'm like, you I have, have sent, to. You have sent me some where I legitimately was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no. Sing me a song, you're the piano man. Like I, there have there have been one single handedly where I just, I was like, oh my fucking god. Once upon a time, not long oh, ago, I, I was a hoe. Anyway, okay. So guys, thanks for listening to this episode about the chupacabra, and then fifteen minutes of us going on about nonsense. <laughs> the usual. That's usually how it goes. Uh, next week, I'm going to let Becky talk about what we're doing because she's the one who actually found the story and it's going to be pretty interesting. Also, yeah, I, we have five episodes coming out next month because five episodes in June. What happened? Um, so this is a really interesting topic that I found on um, a podcast. And um, the article in question is called uh, Project Poltergeist. Um, I've typically never you know when we've done a lot of um podcasts specifically related to hauntings and um homes being haunted uh families experiencing um paranormal behavior it's typically not um you don't find many that are centered around black families or uh 
family or um any families of color for that matter uh this story is really interesting because it's it not only does it uh specifically center around a black family it actually takes place in a housing project um and it's also during the 1960s so this is just a turbulent time anyway with the civil rights movement vietnam everything else going on um but in a predominantly black community centered around a black family just these awful awful unexplained um paranormal experiences start to happen and i was attacked a by some idiot in the projects he's climbing it i'm sorry you said projects and i'm telling you like where where did you where did you come in on uh on youtube that was really funny like where was your youtube era and i was like oh that was definitely me like right there like that's when it was like oh youtube um but yeah i am really excited to talk about it um the the family in question is the uh rivers family um so this will be a really interesting one to talk about because not only you know all of these type of stories are usually left up to interpretation um you know because you would have to basically put your trust in what these people are saying but um you know there there's several different things there's corroborating statements there's you know other family members cops different people that have witnessed this um but the article in question that we're going to be using was written last year for uh a publication called medium um and the author's name is Saleh or Salia I'm sorry Salia Blankafor and um it is just an incredible incredible article and it pours it just goes over uh every detail of this case and it's something like I said that I originally heard on a podcast I think it might have been scared to death um but it delving more into the actual story after reading this article was really interesting and I've never come across anything like this before um uh they're hoping to actually turn it into a movie um the director of uh 12 years a slave so what's really going to be great about it is it'll have a black director uh a black cast um black cast and crew but um i mean when i read this article and then shortly after found out that they were planning on making a movie about it i was like and blumhouse is supposed to be involved i was like this needs to be made into a movie this needs to be made into a movie i mean we we've been saying we me and casper have talked about how we would love we want to see more black horror we want to see more black uh people in horror black directors black producers you know we want to see that and um that this story will be perfect for it perfect for it and I'm happy with the director's choices. So, you know, and Blumhouse, you know, when they nail it, they fucking when they nail it. It's hit or miss, but when so, it's a hit, it's a hit. Oh my God, it's so good. But yeah, if they really knock it out of the park, this is a great story. So I, I can't wait to talk about it next week. This is going to be a really, be a really interesting one. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people like me and like Casper have never heard of it. And if you have, you know, definitely let us know because I've never heard of this story before. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about it same okay my dudes you know this usual facebook instagram and twitter all at 
DFWTO podcasts now. Um, I have pretty, I have officially changed them. Facebook is undergoing their, let's make sure this is okay. Um, but of course the Twitter handle is still the same, DFWTO8811. Um, Instagram is officially now DFWTO podcast on the name and the username. Facebook will be DFWTO podcast and the username on that one is also DFWTO8811, just like Twitter. Um, so just letting you guys know that. And, uh, next week we're going to start with our new introduction and our new out, outro. Intro, there we outro. go. Yeah. Intro, outro, out. Yeah. So we're going to be doing <laughs> that. It. And then, um, of course, you know, we're on Spotify, Amazon, Google podcasts and Podbean. My brain literally just went through, um, it went just completely gone um but yeah and we're on those things give us a follow give us a subscribe you'll know when we put out new episodes and it always helps us when you leave a review and you follow and you sub we always appreciate it very much is that everything Do I remember everything we got it okay we you guys have a great it. week and we'll see you next week and don't let the cicadas get you I'm just kidding. They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm just I'm kidding. They're worried. cute. I ain't worried about them. Okay, guys, bye. bye. I was going to do a cicada noise, and then I realized I couldn't, and I went. <laughs>